Welcome, welcome. I'm your host, Michael Crowley, and you're listening to the OSHA Oops Podcast. Good afternoon, and welcome to another Got Safety webinar, Michael. I am Michael Crowley. And I'm Rick Roman. Today, uh, we're going to be talking about the Ugh. new non-emergency COVID-19 regulations. Rick, are we done with this? I am so done with COVID, I could just want to explode and die, Rick. Well, I am kind of excited in the fact that yeah, does right. seem this to be winding one. down. We're not adding regulations. We're not adding That's regulations. Great. Things are getting a little easier for us. Real quick before we get started, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just want to remind you there will be a replay. So okay. if you've registered, you'll get a link you could share with your colleagues. Replay. Watch later if you need to leave early. You're covered. Uh, we'll also have slides for the presentation that you'll be able to download yep. here at, uh, towards the end. Um, so anyway, let's go ahead and bring up the slides and get started. Man, I'm excited to hear, Rick, what we're going to get rid of when it comes to COVID regulations that we're doing. I mean, uh, I, I have respect for COVID. Yes. We had a lot of people die. I had a couple people die in my neighborhood of it, and uh, some of our employees had their parents die. So I, I'm certainly not making a light of the great COVID, but I am saying at this point, there's nothing more we can do. I mean, It's been, almost uh, been three years. I know, and I've been vaccinated to the point where I think I'm growing some sort of goiter on my back. I mean, this is like insane. I, I, I can't take any more vaccinations with this. So I'm ready. I'm ready for this new thing, Rick. I'm ready yep. for it. And uh, so we're very excited to finally get a reprieve here after all reprieve. this time. And uh, let's take a look here. So the new 3205 regulation just got updated as of February 6th, so just yep. about two weeks ago. This is going to remain in effect for two years till February of 2025 with uh, some of the record-keeping requirements being uh, still valid through to February 3rd of 2026. So today we're really just going to be talking about the things that changed, right? There's a lot of different elements to this program and and hopefully you guys are up yeah. to speed with all that stuff. If, if you have questions, obviously feel free to contact us and give us yeah. a call. We'll help you. But we just want to focus on the things that change. So Changing can, things because there's just too many things with this program yes. that'll make it go insane. Yes. So what we're doing is just the changes, and we're oh man. So here's the first one, Michael. Canceled. So we it's like cancel culture. The the employee pre-screening uh, prior to going to work has come to an end. Can we get rid of the pre-screening? Oh my gosh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that really worked much. I I, I don't know. Well, I, maybe it did. Maybe you guys caught a few people trying to sneak into work sick. I don't know. I I, I my experience was with listen. If people were sick. They were excited to stay home. I mean, I just yeah. didn't find people trying to sneak through the gates to but come to the office. Because employers just, didn't want to take the risk of getting other get people sick. You've get got it. these contractors taking temperatures as they walk onto the job know, site. And I saw it, they did a great job, and we had to do it. But now? And self-attesting, done with. Done with. All right. No longer, canceled. No longer have to pre-screen your employees prior to come to work to make sure whether they're COVID-free or not. That's right. This is the only good thing that came out of cancel culture, right? This is the <laughs> only thing that really came out of cancel culture that was good. All right. So the next thing here, we're talking about exclusionary pay, and which was always so complicated in trying to figure out when you had to pay and what have you. So now, yep. basically, the required exclusionary Thank pay you. is over. They are obviously still entitled to, as you can read on here about anything 
uh, any regular sick pay that yes. they may have, that, that any you know contractual type yep. of obligations that you have if you're uh, in a union environment or what have you. And so you got to notify your employees yep. if if they have to be excluded from work. You notify them of the benefits that may be available to them, but it just means that you may not have to be paying them under certain circumstances. Right. And so before you, you, if they were out, there was a, there was a rule within Cal OSHA that you had to pay them in California. Yes. But now once again, canceled, if people are sick, you're sick. You only have to obey whatever you're doing with your normal uh, sick days. And so exactly. that's something you'd speak to a labor law attorney about, about in your area and where you're yep. going with what exactly. you're doing with sick pays and stuff. But yep. the great thing is gone. Another cancel. So that's a so that's another thing that you get to quit doing. So now this one here, and and this word is a little bit of a tongue twister. I think people are making up words now. It's aerosolizing. So aerosolizing procedures. So this pertains to aerosolizing. Rick, are you yes, pronouncing aer- that right? It's aerosolizing. Yep, it's aerosol aerosolizing. Okay. So basically, if you are working with employees who are exempt from okay. section 5199 which is the aerosol transmissible diseases which is really for certain employees in certain medical fields people outside of that element that are covered under that here's here's a requirement that that, that you have to abide by that if you have employees that still may be exposed to procedures that may aerosolize Potentially infectious materials such as saliva or respiratory tract fluids, the employee shall evaluate the need for respiratory protection. Okay. And that's the code 5144, Mike, the, the respiratory pro. So you got to evaluate if you're going to need respirators. And so we do have the respiratory protection program for you. So if you're a member of the GOT Safety team and if you're on this webinar, you are. What we do is we've already got your respiratory protection program in there. Now, if you don't have one in there, it's because in the initial documentation interview that when we built this, we didn't see any signs. So if something's changed through COVID or, or in the last little yes. bit, give us a call. I got a team and we'll rewrite what we need to at no charge for you because we want to take care of you. You're either through a partnership or doing directly business with us and we're just going to take care of it. So if you feel like you may need a respiratory protection program, you just give us a call. Yep. We'll let us know if you need it or not. Otherwise, nothing to do here if you think you know if you're not having to do uh, an evaluation. Besides question the real word aerosolizing. I uh, also have a name I've made up. It's my own personal world called Fedangled. I, I don't know exactly what it means, but it's like you see a cupcake that looks a little dangled. That's really the logic of it. But I think aerosolizing belongs in that wheelhouse. Right? Yes, I would say so. All right. I, I, I don't think prior to reading this code, I've seen that that word. No, Rick, but some would say that we're not the most uh, word MacGyver kind of guys. And so that also could be the problem with that. A shout out to MacGyver for those who are old enough to know what that is. Yes. So anyway, now we're on to the notification of employees. So Mm. you should be familiar that uh, up until now, you've had to, whenever you've had employees that have potentially been exposed, you've had to give them written notice within 24 hours in a manner that, you know, that you could assure that was going to get to them. So the red part up here at the top of the slide is really, it's what's in the code, right? Where it says that, um, it says that they shall provide COVID-19 cases readily available. Notice shall be given to employees, independent contractors. So it says when, when labor code 6409 or any successor laws in effect, well, 6409 was the law that mandated that you give the written warnings or notifications that expired as of the beginning of the year. 
the this new law that they would call the successor law, 2693, basically extends that law until January of 2024, but also it revamped it in that you no longer have to give individual notification. You can do a communal. Yeah, this is a great thing. So when it comes to that individual notification, it was really something that businesses struggled to do. So if you were a great at it or not, the good news is we're done with that. Now we're just going to put it up in where you're putting your labor law posts yes. in a break area or something. This is really where you're going to be putting this stuff because you just want to say, hey, we've had a little bit of a COVID kind of thing going on. And I think this thing is going to take place for another couple of years, Rick. Yeah, well, it lasts till just no one more year, January of 2024. 2024. It does have a stipulations. If you look at the bottom here, it yeah. does say that, that it requires that that notice be posted for 15 days yeah. and the employer to keep a log of all the dates where notices were posted yeah. and to make them available to labor committee commissioner uh if they were to ask for those those records but and, and this is so much easier this is you. why doing business in california is really tough but the infrastructure there when you talk about the amount of money and business it is not a bad place to work. I got to be honest with you. There is not a lot of other states that have the infrastructure and the economy like a, like California. And so for that reason, we love doing business there. We just love it to death, but it's tough. There are a couple tricks to the trade that you've got to learn, but that's yep. why you got gut safety, right, Ricky? Yes, sir. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely providing some relief for you, right? Yeah. Some of these, some of these things making it a little easier for you. So they come out with the permanent standard if they ultimately do. And, uh, Hopefully that'll make it even easier. Yep, yep, yep. So now we're talking about outbreaks. So outbreaks, as you should know, means when you've had three or more cases within a 14-day period. And, and during that time, there are certain things that you have to do. There's a protocol that you have to follow. Well, now it has made it to where... Um, you can get out of that protocol once you get down to one or fewer cases during a 14. So as people start to drop off, yep, yep. you don't have to get all the way down to zero. Once you're back down to one, you're out of the protocol. Yeah, yeah. And so really just keep an eye on that. And I know a lot of times people, and, and this is terrible to suggest, but I know a lot of people aren't testing anymore. What they're doing is they're just going, hey, I got a cold. And so when it comes to all this, as you deal with this, if you know people have COVID, then you're going to hit this protocol. But I don't yep. know what you're going to do if you you don't know. And the good news is I would think at this point, yeah. outbreaks, getting three cases in 14 days has got to be getting more and more rare. No, right? most of us, Rick and I have both been vaccinated and we still got COVID a couple times, right, Rick? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the vaccination did. For, I'm not trying to mess with the vaccination or be wrong about it or, or be flippant because I know this has been a big deal for a lot of people. and We've had a lot of loss, but Maybe the maybe the vaccination saved me, Rick. Maybe it saved you when they, yep. it was yeah. hard, Rick. It's hard, it's hard to know it's for sure. Know. But but the good news is regulations are going down. Yep, they're getting it, easier. So and the chances of having three going at once should be getting lesser. Yes. And which should definitely be making your life a bit easier Let's as well. So. so the last part is is so obviously there has been changes to the program, which means well, first off, you're required to have a COVID plan, and we hope by now all of you have it. Certainly, if you're clients of ours, you have it. If your clients um, have got safety, you have the COVID plan. I would agree. And we 
are updated. It's been yes, updated, right? It's, it's been updated. It's been updated. Uh, but if you don't have your documentation through us, Michael, you're going to want to do that because I know that you have people on site that write this stuff and it's great, but there's nothing like having a company that's watching and studying and following the law that really says, all right, it's updated by the way, and then provides you with a webinar like this to show you the updates. I know your time is very busy. And so this webinar isn't going to be as long as others, but just know that that's what we're here for. And so call us, give us contact if you don't have the documentation with that, but we've already made the updates to the code so that you are up to code in that area. So if you're with your partner, thank your partner. If you're with us directly, you can thank us. <laughs> so, there you go. so now in the code, it does specifically say that Mike, this program can either be part of your IIPP yeah. or a separate program. Now, and for those that don't have it, yeah. what? What, what are your thoughts? On uh, you know, our process is we like it to be separate from the IIPP or the Injury Illness Prevention Plan. And the reason for it is this, that when Calosha comes out to your job sites or facilities and they ask you for programs, what you may not realize is when they say Injury Illness Prevention Plan, they're just looking for a small section that really addresses the Injury Illness Prevention Plan code regulations. But the COVID-19 and all these others can be and should be, and I like them to be, individual separate programs that really can get that done. And in that right, what you're looking at is you're looking about a book that you say, oh, you want that? You want lockout tag out? You want fire, you know, blah, blah, blah. And you can dish those out. So yep. there is a lot of programs. And that's why in that documentation interview that we do, we are able to build something for you that really works for that. So if you do have questions about your documentation, I need you to call in. You got to call in. I know it's good to go, but if you don't know it's good to go, that's why we just need to come and have a uh, come to good times meeting and um, kind of get it straight. So we have updated a couple of our yes. lessons, Mike. Uh both for your management on yeah. what the, the changes with the program is, and then also for your employees, because they, they need to be kept up to speed with these changes. Yep. So you really need to be implementing that as part of your training processes, making sure you're keeping your guys up to date. We've already rewritten those lessons. Yep. So th those are available in your client center. So you can see those two lessons that we have uh, there at the bottom uh, are ones that you can access from your God Safety Client Center and uh, be able to utilize that. So when it comes to the safety training regarding this kind of stuff, if you guys have any thoughts or you're missing something when it comes to the COVID safety training, I need you to give us a call and let us know. I think I've got it all covered. But you know what? When you say the words, I think that's the tough one. We read the codes and we put them together. But you guys may have a very special circumstance out there that you may want a lesson written on regarding COVID. Don't be afraid to ask us for that. Email us, call us. Writing these kind of lessons and building videos on it is what we do at no extra charge because you're a God safety member. This is really the best kept secret in the world, right? I mean, it really is. Yep. So as Be far as besides sausage McMuffin and McDonald, that's a pretty good <laughs> secret right there, right? That's a good one. Am I right? What do you think about that? You right there behind the camera. Yeah, yeah, you like that. All right. I like that. So as aside from the yeah. uh boy, that's my face right there, Rick. Yes. <laughs> So that's it. Yes. I'd ask you not to. Yes. No, no, not that one. All right. Get that out of here. Yeah, Rick is. Okay, there we go. Nobody wants that face. I'll repose it. It looks creepy. You don't want that. So that's really all the changes. There wasn't a whole lot, but really make should be making your life a little easier. This should make it easier. And we wondered about doing a webinar on this, and we wanted to just make it a quick one because the reality of it is, 
You just need to know the things that aren't going to be happening anymore, yes. and I can get you back to work. But hopefully you're asking questions right now because we're going to have Cade, our great uh, leader in the video department and marketing. He's going to see if there's any questions over there. But before yes. you do that, Cade, real quick, can you switch over and pop up it. those slides? Go, yes. go over there. And yeah. so you guys should have something popping up here yeah. on your monitor yeah. that'll allow yeah. you. Sure. Yep, share it. And then now you guys can download the slides. So if uh, we always get people asking us, can we get copies of the slides? Well, there they are. Rick, have we been able to do that before? Have we just uh, we have. technology? No, we have. Um, but we just like to let people know so that okay. they can get them. That's great. Um, otherwise, I'm emailing them out to everybody. So it's nice that some of them can download. Anyway, question-wise, Kate, what do you got there's, for us? There's a real common question with a bunch of our clients asking um, have all of the IIPPs and manuals been updated? Yes. Yes. And really what we're talking about is we're talking about updating the individual program called yes. the COVID-19. That's why we build them separately. So when the COVID-19 laws change, we can update that specific program. So answer your question is yes. So if you log into your God Safety Client Center, access your programs, you'll see the new yeah. current up-to-date. I believe they finished the last of that earlier yeah. this week. And if you have any questions about it, give us a call. Yes. We don't charge for customer service, right? <laughs> Maybe you want to talk to me or one of the great people. We're nice to talk to. We're nice to talk to. All right. What do you got? Some questions. Um, has COVID screening ended for vendors slash visitors? Yes, because you, we just talked about that, right, Rick? Yep. And so they've ended that process so that you don't have to do that anymore in California. That really is an awesome thing. You know what I mean? Now, if you feel the need to do it because right. you are really a wonderful person and you really want to laser zap somebody on the forehead and really ask them the questions of where they've been, how they've eaten, and who they're who they're holding hands with, I, I recommend you continue if you like that kind of a thing. But I, for me and us, I, I all of our people are vaccination that come into your facilities. We're all locked and loaded, and if they're sick, we, we send them home, and we've got plenty of staff to overcome and, and do that. So for us, it's not a worry. So if you want to zap us, we will take the zappage and answer any question you have. But for your own self, I would imagine there's something more productive there to get done. Unless yep. you've got a COVID outbreak going on over there, then you may want to everybody, you know. Yep, but you're certainly not required by the law. Yep. What else you got there, Kate? We've got about seven more. Okay. I don't know if you want to go through all of them. Well, go, keep not? going. Get we us a few. Employees with COVID work as long as they're wearing a mask and are isolated. No. When, when you say isolated, I mean, when you, you got a guy that's working in some room. What's he in a room, drum tank or something? When he got him in isolation? What is his prison over there? You I mean, got if he's working a, at home, yes. but What is that movie where you put him in the... Uh, the, <laughs> the chokey? The chokey! What, do you got a chokey over there? Please. I don't know what you're... If you got yeah. somebody that's been diagnosed with COVID. They cannot be at work. I know that some people, and it's not me and Rick, are getting lackadaisy, but... You do have to send them home if they've got COVID. I mean, yep. come on. The same, like I said, some of the stuff still ridiculous. applies where after five days, if they test negative, they yeah. can come back yeah. and mask for the duration of 10. Yep. But if they're infected, they cannot come to the office. I, I, we cannot make that recommendation. Yes, good call, Rick. What else you got, Kay? Delicious? Do we need to screen employees before coming to work? No. no, we have answered that. That's right. Good question. No, we don't need to screen employees. We've done that. Kay, give it to me. All right, hold on. 
Do we need to send out an updated COVID-19 protection plan to all the employees? No. Well, no, you don't have to send it to the employees because be available the, the program has to be available to the employees. And so let's say, for instance, you're using the God Safety mobile app. If you're using the God Safety mobile app, then the programs are on your employees' phones already. If you're not using the God Safety mobile app, give us a call. It is a good way for the programs to be updated and kept and trained and all that stuff. So ask us about that if you need. But if you have this program, it's good just to put it in the break room or somewhere or a copy of it so they can have access to it. You can even yeah. leave it on the computer if yes. they have access to get it or a file. And you somewhere. really, you just need to train them on these new elements, yeah. which is why we updated the lesson so you could provide the training. Yeah. And if when an employee were to ask, I want to see a copy of it, well, then you have to make it available. Yeah, Come do. see me in my office. Here, I'll print you right. a copy. But Mike, you don't necessarily you don't, have to let them know it's been updated and notify them. No. This isn't something that we have to go, hey, everybody, everybody, listen, the program has been updated and the laws have changed. That's not really how it works, but we do have to train them on today's protocols with yes. the COVID. Hence why we've created a lesson regarding this, everybody, where you can do that. It's not as more important to let them know there's been an update. You just got to let them know that this is what we're doing moving forward. Yes. And that's the conversation you're really And you at. can see we're letting them know, hey, we will no longer be doing screenings. Yeah. Otherwise, you may have employees that think, hey, what's going on? But they're slipping up around here. And next thing you know, yeah. someone's you know having a problem when the regulation just changed. I'm not even sure they do screenings at Disneyland when you walk through the park. So, so the next question, are there any updates on close contact or locations smaller than 300,000 cubic feet? No. There's no real updates on that. If you've got a small little area where you're side-by-side side like me and Rick are, <laughs> then we, your congratulations. It's really nice to work with somebody as nice as Rick this close to each other. It, it, is, <laughs> it is nice. No, there's not a specific regulation for that. Next one, if an employee has COVID, what are the rules now around testing slash masking for those who are in close contact with them? Well, you still got to pay. You still got to pay if someone is saying that they've got symptoms and they got, you know, and, and you, they're, they're getting it from other, they were exposed at work, you know, unless you can feel pretty confident that you've been on vacation for the last two weeks, you certainly didn't get it here, but you still got to pay for their testing and make that available but to what them. what about all the people you came in contact with? You would, if they're, Using the I, same I, rules. Yes. If they're showing signs, I would yes. send them to get tested, right? Because if they're not showing the signs, there's no point to test because it's not going to register that that it, you have COVID. Yep. You really do need to show some sort of signs of the COVID before you go and send them to the test. So it's not mandatory that they have, so all the people around that person doesn't mandatory. No, because it would be crazy to say, all right, a Cade's been sick and he got COVID and we were all in the room with him. I'm showing no symptoms. You're showing no symptoms. It would just be like, all right, let's keep a watch on this so that if you get a tickle or you're feeling anything a little itchy, you just hypersensitive, get a little hypersensitive to it. And that's probably your best deal. All right. Well, what is reportable for OSHA 300 log? Oh, oh boy. Go. We're going on to another tangent here. Don't you do it to us. <laughs> Don't you, this is why I'm going to answer that. You got to call in yes. and have that conversation. <laughs> We've done a webinar, and it's in our in our in our library of webinars on three hundred. And let me tell you, one of the most difficult conversations because there are a billion different scenarios. Yeah. You've just got to call us in and have a question, a conversation about that specific. Because you're you're, I, I can't we start down this rabbit hole. We could be here all day. I know. And we and know you guys got to get back to work, right? <laughs> Listen, you don't want to hear this. All right, can't go to the next one. I love whoever did that. Us, I love you for trying, though. Come give on. us another one. One, one more. Call us. One more. 
Yeah, one more and we'll wrap it up. I want to find a little few here. Let's do a real quick one. Let's do two. What All is right, two. Nineteen lesson titled. I'm not able to find it yet. Oh. So if you type in pandemic, you'll find several lesson topics related to it. And then in the slides, you'll look, there's one on the actual code 3205. So if you uh, do a word search, it'll bring up every lesson that would have that. 3205 is a good search word, pandemic, and then also COVID. If you type those in, yeah. all the lessons related to that will pop up for you. And if you can still can't do it, call us our customer service team. <laughs> we'll just email it over to you. I promise. We, we got you covered. Yep. And there's still a lot of questions. We got one more. But basically, if they have any questions, they can always call. They can always call. We're just hitting a couple of the highlights. Okay. Do you want one more for kicks and giggles, yeah. Gabe? So we have facilities across different California counties. Yeah. If an employee has been across counties during their infectious period, which county public health instructions do you follow? It's going to be where you're working. It's going to be where you're working. Certainly not who you're driving through. Me and Rick grew up in the Los Angeles. So him and Glendale, me in San Fernando Valley. And I got to tell you, we drove through a lot of counties. I was going to say, just meet. last week we were uh, went on a road trip. We hit almost every county. Yeah, in the state. I got to tell you, somebody's <laughs> telling you you got to report to every county. I got to tell you, you're going to have to hire a team of people to be able to organize that. Yes. That's insane. You got you to gotta get rid of that action. That is crazy. Yep. All right, let me tell you, we really appreciate you coming to the webinar. Understand my customer service team. Our customer service team is here to take care of you. They can answer all these questions for you. We are, uh, we like to think we're the smartest people in safety. We're certainly not the best looking, even though we claim it. I want you to know we claim it, but it's tough. Yep. Um, Rick, what do you got to say? Well, the good thing is, is if we don't always have the answers for you right away, we certainly know how to find it and get you the answers quick. So uh, yeah. if you have any anything, you've got questions related to COVID or any OSHA related and safety issues, like Mike said, give us a call. We'd love to help you. In March, we're going to be celebrating our 23rd year in business. Our thir What is it? 23 or 33? Excuse me. 33 year in years in business. And we're just really excited about that. So uh, thanks for joining us all these times for me and Rick's first webinar, which was terrible when we first did this. And uh, you can see how much better we've gotten, which is not much. Yeah, But uh, we're excited to have you. And thank you for attending. And we will see you on the next one. Learn more about safety services we provide, head over to GodSafety.com and check us out. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you next time. And remember, stay safe out there.